I'm going to record this again after recording for 20 minutes because the file could not transfer. So take two. You're listening to the simultaneous sound, keeping a heavenly focus while earthbound. Hey guys, it's Sarah, it's Sunday, and that means podcast time. I have been away from podcasting for five months, and in future episodes, we're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk about discoveries made in that time questions queries comments and and everything in between but that's not what we're gonna that's not what we're gonna talk about today today is not that day today we're going to talk about greed and so how i came about this topic or rather how this topic came about me is i was thinking about slavery right and if you know anything about slavery you know that there were people who said they were christians who condoned slavery and that baffled me I look back now and I say how was that obvious how is that not obvious they use scriptures out of context how could it ever be right to treat somebody like that and I thought what is the thing in this generation the next generation will look back and say how did you guys not see that this was wrong and I thought it would probably be greed. Because even though we say that our life's worth is not caught upon this earth, we are just sojourners and we use all these terms and poetic imagery to talk about how we're not attached to this world. Yet a lot of things we do make it seem like we think we're going to live here forever. And you know, looking at it now, not much has changed. Because why was slavery a thing anyway? The same root was greed. Wow. Greed just doesn't go away now, does it? So, as Christians, our life is supposed to be glorifying God. But very often, we think our life is literally surrounded by an accumulation of fading things. Whether it's a level of education. And I mean, in high school I always heard, silver and gold will decay, but a good education will never something. Basically, what I'm just say is, silver and gold, that's going to rot away, but your education can never. But obviously, we can see that the mind deteriorates, and so education is a fading thing. Cars and houses and clothes, we know those are fading. Experiencing skill, if you don't keep something up, it fades also. Adventures, they're great in the moment and good in memories, but when you can't remember, that too fades away. Like every single thing that is good has a shelf life. Everything. Yet still we run after it as if it's going to last forever. Money rots, okay? Money rots, money burns up. Friends, well, I mean, those are kind of permanent, but but you get the drift, right? People we know, people who follow us, likes, everything, pounds, loss, muscle gain, you name it, and on and on and on it goes. 
and this idea came up again this morning as i was listening listening to this song you know youtube has suggestions that are sometimes quite off but i saw this song in my suggestions and i think it's called more to life and i remember hearing it when i was much younger it's a song from 2009 it's a pop song it's about i don't remember the name of the artist and the chorus of the song says there's gotta be more to life than chasing down every temporary high to satisfy me now this is not a girl who claims to know jesus this is just a girl and in the video she's in different circumstances and she can clearly see that in every circumstance there's still something missing you see her in the corporate world you see her jogging you, 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 you just watch the video more to life 2009 so she recognized it isn't about these temporary highs yet still as christians who say we have nothing to do we are not held down by the things we earn in this world we live our life like we are and it's easy to believe that your purpose on earth is to live a full life you know you hear people say i just want to live a full life we, we have a bucket list mentality where we can rest in peace after we've swam this sea climbed this mountain met this person and jumped off this thing but is that really what it's worth it, are those things worth as much as we say they are? So, a full life is a good concept. I mean, you should have a full life. But the world perverted its meaning. So, I wrote down two things. I wrote down full and filled. The world wants full. Full is a busy schedule. Full is, is maximizing everything. Full is doing the most all the time. But Jesus wants filled. Filled is purpose. Phil is you don't have to be doing the most every single time because the things you do have purpose. And better to do less with purpose than more with no purpose. So I want you to look at an example of a man in the Bible who had a full life, not a filled life, a full life. And this is in, in Luke 12 verse 13 to 21. The parable of the rich fool. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Mm, priceless. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store up my surplus grain. And I will say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for you for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be for whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich towards God. 
And whenever we read the Bible, we shouldn't just read it and then go with it. We have to read it in context. We have to dig deeper. We have to look into what it's actually saying. Is God saying here, do not work and spend your life in a corner praying? Negative. Not what he's saying. Because countless times in the Bible, it talks about good work ethic and how you should not be lazy and continues and continues. So God isn't against work or earning, but it is the heart of the matter. Is what you earn the end or is it just a means to something bigger? And so lately, I myself have been distracted with things of life like school and money and job issues and that, that we can often forget the reason why we're even here. Because so often every direction you're turning is, is telling you something more about a material possession. But the real reason we're on this earth is to glorify God. Now, glorifying God, that is a whole nother topic. That is for a future podcast. Not today. But, as I was saying, we get so greedy, and we call it busy, that we lose focus of what really matters. So what does matter? What is glorifying God? Is it going to church? Yeah, sure, that's a part that matters. But more than that, it's being the flavor to a bland world. That's why the Bible says you're the salt. Salt gives flavor. We're supposed to be the flavor to this world. Not the other way around. The world is not supposed to be the flavor to us. What else matters? Living the gospel. We have to know the truth to show it, but knowing it is not good enough. What good is it if you know an abundance of verses and theological, I don't know, proposals and arguments for, for as many topics as you can think of, but you never live what you know? Do we actually listen to people? Like, not just to respond. Do we pray for people? Like, genuinely care about them and ask about them. Ask God to help them. Do we invite people into our space? And not just to, to church events. Not just, hey, come here. But, like, into your space. Because into your space is a lot more messy than to a church event. Are, are you willing to be genuine? That's what really matters. Right? There's no divide in the sacred and secular, a.k.a. your Christian life and your other life. It's, it's all linked. You never stop being a Christian. You don't stop when you go to the bank. You don't put it on pause. It, it keeps going. The other thing that is hard to realize, but is very important if we want to get rid of greed, is that it's not about us. And trust me, everything I speak, I speak straight to myself. God is speaking straight to me. It's not about you. It's not about my plans, my life, my school, job, finance, relationship, dream, life, workout, plan, you name it. I mean, all of those things are good and well. But the essence of my life is not caught up in those little things. It's about practically knowing God and practically knowing people. 
practically knowing God. Yeah, we pray, we fast, we pray, we read the Bible, spend time with people, get godly advice and all that stuff. But a part of knowing God is knowing people. That's why over and over it talks about if you say you love me and you hate your brother. Why do you think people are so important to God? Because his love is shown through them. Because it's impossible to love God and not love people. So practically know people. Listen to them. Be interested in their lives. Help them. And I don't mean save them from the tsunami. I mean that might come up once in a while but help them listen to them uh, drive them a place uh, give them money if that's what they need carry something for them the little things smile be genuine be open be real pray with them and fold clothes with them talk scripture with them and talk car parts with them like it's more than just an appearance of being good it's being real. Love is genuine. Right? When it says love delights in the truth, the truth is not always being having a smile and saying, Hi, how you do? God bless you. That that's not it. It's being genuine, right? So don't let the greed of physical life, like your car or your house or me, 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 me keep you from your purpose and uh, greed doesn't only have to be physical there's such thing as spiritual greed aka it's all about me still it's all about my growth my prosperity me developing my gifts and it's all focused about me that we get developed so greatly but end up helping nobody this keeps us from living our purpose which is practical and it will be a mix of regular moments and spectacular ones. So, just keep that in mind. Let us not be like those in Hebrews 10 verses 36 to 39. Which says, You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And... But my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Let's not shrink back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed. But to those who have faith and are saved. Let us not shrink back. But let us have faith. Faith in actions. Faith without works is dead. It's not what saves you. But it's because you're saved why we can live this life. And as I always say, as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to me. So that's it for today, guys. Um, let's not be greedy. Let's not think of only ourselves. I know it's pretty hard. Um, reading your Bible does help. There are, there are a lot of wake-up calls in there. But it is difficult, which is why we need people. To be like, yo, <laughs> watch out, be careful, be now greedy there. And so, yeah, watch out for that. I, th I think one of the trickiest things, though, is spiritual greed. Because it, it looks like it's good. It looks like it's growth and self-development. And all that is good and well. Self-help. All right, cool. 
But why are you helping yourself? Is it just for you? And that's all for today. That's all I have to say. I hope it makes sense. And I hope somebody is blessed by it. With that being said, let's pray and head out. God, you know everything. You know how greedy we are. Help us to turn away from being so selfish. Help us not to care so much about ourselves that we forget to care about people and about you. I pray that we will love others properly and that we will first love you so we can love ourselves, so we can love others. Um, God, keep our focus right, please, because it is so easy to get distracted. Help us every single day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So guys, if you just listened to that podcast, thank you very much. You can always send me feedback on this here Anchor app. And yeah, let me know what you think. Questions, comments, queries. There is always something more, something deeper to learn. So share what you have learned. And yes, thank you for being a part of this thing yeah peace